Today is going to be... Is today going to be a troubling episode? I don't know yet. We don't no, know. We haven't had the it's conversation. A big, it's a it's big a day. It's a big day. Yeah. It's a big day. We're covering a big game that's important to a lot of people. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be troubling at all. I think this one's an easy slam dunk. Yeah. I fa- in fact, you can just add in, sprinkle in some Zelda music, you know, <laughs> whenever you feel, and then people are just going to be like, oh, I loved it. I had a great uh-huh. time. No matter what we say about the game, we can no be like, the what. game sucks. <laughs> And then you just add in that little, the add in the fairy music right uh-huh. now, like, yeah. yeah. And then people are like, yay. Yay, I had fun with it. Uh, well, we've we've talked on our Discord before about hot takes, and I feel like hot takes are the things people have about Zelda games because it's, it's just, it feels novel to say you thought a Zelda game was bad, and people call that a hot take. It's, no, it's because, it's because it's a precious. Yeah series yes people are way too precious about zelda right and and most of all nintendo is way too precious <laughs> about zelda yeah but, but definitely people are just very precious about zelda so it can feel like ah that's a hot you can basically say whatever you want about mario right notice <laughs> like everybody's chill about that yeah. i don't know i don't get that yeah yeah uh, i was like on i i had to check my facebook the other day Ugh. Ugh. um because I, I i communicate with some comedy people via facebook and a friend of mine uh who was actually on the show jamie carbone uh was like super mario sunshine sucks whoa just said that just yeah. like on facebook nobody cares other yeah. people were like Probably. in the comments being yeah. like yeah it does suck <laughs> And it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. can just you can just trash Mario as much as you want. It doesn't matter what you're talking right. about. Well, what constitutes a proper hot take for you, Hunter? What what is actually a, a video game hot take? Cuz I I just think across the board people just think saying a beloved game is bad is a hot take and I don't think that covers. I don't think that, you know, fits the bill well enough. A take is not hot to me if I've heard it already. Right. So it has it needs to, be to be literally novel. the first time you've ever heard. That. It has to be a novel opinion yeah. that I'm like, wow, that is just an angle I haven't heard. Because what cools the take off yeah. is it sitting in the window like right. mommy's pies. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> if if your if your mommy's pie take has cooled in the window, yeah, yeah. and it is no longer hot well, to and, the touch of my tongue. And saying something is good or bad can, can in no way be hot because someone somewhere has thought a game is bad for any number of reasons, right? A hot sure. take a hot take is like Super Smash Brothers Brawl is the top gun of video games. I don't know what that means, but that would that that would be an example of a hot take. Is like, well, no, great. I've now heard you that need- one before. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what's like a hot take? Like an actual hot take? Because um, I think we've all heard the brawl is top. Yeah, I mean, take. we all know it. Um, it's because of the tripping. Uh, anyways, it's hard to explain. We don't have time to get into it. Um, but uh, I think a hot take would be like uh, another thing that could make a take hot is if you said something that was like impossible to defend uh-huh so then i'm just excited because i'm like i'm not sure how you're gonna back this up I like if somebody to, tried yeah. to say ocarina of time is not an important game whoa that'd be like whoa that's a hot take because i'm just like i i've heard it i i think i've heard someone say that out loud before yeah, yeah. in jest sure but i don't know how you're gonna back this one up buddy yeah and that does make <laughs> it kind of hot it's a little spicy like kind of in a hot potato kind of way like we're uh, a I'm hot like, how take, are we even gonna hold on to this right. potato a hot take is something that is demonstrably wrong until the person is able to demonstrate how it is not wrong in an yeah, insane until they way. convince themselves that it's correct and yeah. then also you yeah i don't know i mean i definitely you know i, I mean I, maybe i could hear this argument the ocarina of time is not actually important uh-huh. and that we've just 
made it up it's right. important i don't know i mean i think that's kind of crazy but maybe yeah, yeah yeah matt what's a hot take that you have you think can you maybe get me with a hot take can i get you with a i always have to look at my shelf of video games over there and i don't have hot takes about any video games that i own uh here's my okay. hot take here's my hot take uh pikmin is the best game we've played for this show what all right, but that's but you don't even believe that though. Uh, you don't even think that. We were, we were you don't do, even think we that. We were doing sec we were doing secret project the secret project the other day of like kind of thinking about the the list of 50 and I kept getting hung up on what what's the deal with Pikmin. I kept I just I don't know. You're saying it's actually number 1. No, 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 no. That is not what I said. That is not what, what did you my say? hot take what, was. What Pikmin, is your hot take? Pikmin is like the most important game we've done on this show for this show like it is for this show and and the experience of pikmin it is the most important episode of the show yeah. is pikmin yeah. but you can't really describe why i, I think that I makes won't. it a hot take i won't you have, oh you won't because it's the details are too spicy or i haven't what could i it, haven't thought through it enough <laughs> so you just don't know okay it's, it's interesting. hot it's hot because it's still on the skillet you know what i mean i haven't taken it off i haven't cooled it off and made it's, sure this it's is clean. not even a cooked take is what you're saying this take is right raw it's close it's, to burning it's close to burning right now this take you're not even done with it you got to figure out you have to back up yeah. your your word yeah. vomit that you just threw out on this podcast yeah. like we do every week yeah. the key to a hot take is that well done steak is the worst kind of steak that's oh my, yeah that's it's the takeaway medium only baby <laughs> let's go Hello and welcome to the Old Gamers Almanac. My name is Matt Martins and I'm joined today with Hunter Donaldson. Hello. Hello, I'm Hunter Donaldson. I am here to rank every game ever made every week at a time. Every week at a time? <laughs> every game every ever made. Ev can that can that be the new tagline? <laughs> Ranking every, every week at a time. At a time. <laughs> <laughs> every video game every week at a time. Every week at a time. <laughs> Every week at a time, and that time is now. That's, I'm writing that down, so that's our new outro tagline. Ranking, <laughs> ranking every video game every week at every a time. Every week at a time. Every week at a time. It doesn't sound wrong, but it is. <laughs> um, this week, we are ranking the Nintendo 64 classic mm -hmm. Legend of Zelda mm -hmm. Macarena of Time. <laughs> Hey, Ocarina, 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 hey, Ocarina, hey, like Ocarina, ha, ha, <laughs> uh, so I don't need to explain to you what this game is, that's, I think we can get that part, we don't have to talk about the history of this game, right, like, I do not need to preface Ocarina of Time for anyone, right, like, we, none of us need to know what this game is about and when it came out. Right? What if you're what if you're too young and you don't know about Ocarina? You still do. I, I I posit that any even the generation that's under Gen Z, I don't know what we're calling them yet, Generation Alpha Z, uh, they know what Ocarina of Time is. You know? Huh. I, I, I I that's that's my theory. Uh, okay, Ocarina of Time is a Zelda game. It's the first three D one. Uh, it's it's what like the fourth Zelda game? Nah, fifth. Zelda one, Zelda, one, Zelda two, Zelda two. 
Link's Zelda Awakening. Zelda 3, Link's, uh, Link to the Past, right. Link's Awakening, Ocarina and of then Time. This. So, so it, it's an early edition, and it is a 3D game, and it is certainly another one of those things where we're figuring out how well can 3D games work. I think, Hunter, in the past, you've even asked, like, at some point, we're going to determine which is the, like, best first 3D. Like, you have this thing about Nintendo's, uh, or Super Mario 64 versus Ocarina of Time. I feel like you've brought yeah. this up before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario 64 is the better N64 game mm. and the better game than I think Ocarina of Time is. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree yet, but I have not replayed uh, Mario. I've never finished Mario 64, actually, because I messed up. I don't Super get. Super messed up. Sure. I don't get into 3D Mario, is actually the thing. I've never beaten Odyssey. I've never even played Sunshine. I just don't get into. I've never played either of the Galaxies. I just don't know 3D Mario. He and I don't hang. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's. That's. What a sad thing to learn uh, here at the beginning of this show. Hey, at least you talk can't about. call me like a Nintendo fanboy. I don't even know the main thing that they do. You know, I whoa, don't even whoa, know whoa, it. no, 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 no. As we've established before uh-huh. this, before the show started, we've now improved you quite a bit. The okay. show is about improving you. It's about your personal art. So uh, before the show started, you had played eight games, yeah, and seven of true. them were Nintendo games, right. which makes you a Nintendo fanboy. Right now. It makes you a Nintendo fanboy if you, as far as games you like, a high percentage of them are Nintendo games. Uh-huh. That's what makes you a fanboy. Interesting. And Interesting. so you can still have played less Nintendo games than I have, uh-huh. and yet still you are the Nintendo shill, and I <laughs> am the Sony crony. Okay. Can we, okay. I, here's the. I, I want to get into personal history real quick with this game, and and by that I mean recent history. Here's. I want to get into this. This is what happened yeah. with this video game. Yeah. 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 We, we said we were going to do Ocarina of Time, and I went, yeah. ah, ooh, ooh, ugh, do we want to start with Ocarina? I, I feel like we wanted to be more cutesy. Like, it was like, no, it'd be funnier to do, like, an oracle of ages or seasons first. Oh, yeah, you were really like, like Skyward those. Sword. Well, I'm just saying, it'd be funnier to do not one of the, like, pinnacle Zeldas, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, we decided to do Ocarina because we're doing this, like, race for 50. We're, like, we're, we're hitting all the old classics. It's, and, it's, big, it's big games time. And yeah. I, being in the Dadlands, posited the idea that I might not need to replay it to you. Yeah, yeah. And you said, exactly. well, there's no point in doing it if you don't replay it. If we, right. don't, if we don't replay it. I think I said if you don't replay it, but... So, okay. So, here's the key to this thing is... So I went, all right, fine. It's important that we replay this game. And in my head, I said, we. And then you didn't replay. You played. I mean, you have your reasons for. I know th- you You played on mm-hmm. the uh, that new fancy dancy PC port thing, which we'll get into later. But then you had like an issue. It sets you back. It's annoying to right. like replay an entire right. dungeon. But beyond that, you did not replay Ocarina of Time for this episode. And I did. Not the and entire you, thing. And you told me that that is good and important and so please justify your actions to me now (laughs) well you you needed to replay it because matt you have a bad memory because i'm so stupid because i'm such a dumb nope 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 you can't you can't control your memory matt we all our memories work different yeah and you have self-admittedly you have said this to me matt yeah that you have a bad memory oh i do and i know here's here's two ways this episode could go you know, I know how I feel about Ocarina of Time, uh-huh. and and it's it's settled. It's, it's never going to move. It's a stone. it's not moving. It's not changing. Interesting. Okay, I've spent my whole life with the game. I remember ditto, every little just aspect to say, of the game. Ditto. I have spent. Right. I've, but you I've, don't remember stuff that well. Okay. Okay. 
So we have to wake Matt's old man brain up and refresh it. Okay. I just felt like yeah, yeah. if we were going to talk about this game, yeah. I wanted it to be fresh on your mind. Right. Right. So that you, when we get to the ranking point, right. so that you feel like, for you, this is coming from a fresh place of yeah. I know exactly how I feel about this game. Right. right. Okay. It's fair because I... I, I didn't I, want you working off memory. Yeah, yeah. I, fe I, I feel want. new things about the game. So now I don't, I don't know that the new things I feel about Ocarina are explicitly because I forgot things about Ocarina, but I do... Th I, here's, my, here's my big takeaway from today. Okay, Ocarina of Time, a 3D Zelda game, uh, classically, famously good. Uh, people uh, often loved to say it was the best game of all time. Nowadays, yeah, like that's 10 been, years. Yeah, for a long that. time. Really, it was, it's the best game of all time. And then Breath of the Wild came out, and everybody decided they get to just say Breath of the Wild is the best game of all time, which is like, hey, that's quite bold, but okay, that's a thing you're going to say. Sure, IGN, cool, whatever. Uh, so... Breath of the Wild just replaced Ocarina as the best game. Only Zelda mm. is allowed to be the the sort of mm. we ranked every video game ever. What? So there were ten years there. So like um, through the two thousands, yeah, Ocarina of Time was basically like always the answer to best game of all time. Right. And then you get into there's a messy period. Yeah. Where there are some times that people say that Portal Two is the best game of all time. Dark Minecraft Souls? gets floated. Minecraft as the best game is a big one. Dark Souls was never floated as the best game of all time. Uh, but, I disagree, but okay, that's fine. Actually, Dark Souls I, I mean, is like a newer. We think back on Dark Souls and we say, "Ooh, maybe Dark Souls is like." One yeah, of the best yeah. Games you have to remember, time. Dark Souls yeah. and the Souls-like genre in general had a pretty controversial start in right. the 2010s, right. and only in the past couple of years it has become mainstream to just be like, "Oh yeah, those games are good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for a long time, their haters were, uh, were you know, were thick as thieves. Um, but yeah, so there, there's this period in the 2010s where it maybe isn't exactly Ocarina of Time is mm -hmm. the, the best game. But I also think it kind of fluctuates a little bit. And yeah, now Breath of the Wild has come out. And uh, Breath of the Wild will be the obvious kind of IGN-esque greatest right. game of all time for probably... 10 years. A while. Yeah. I don't so, know. Five 20, to 10 years. 2027 or so. Uh, yeah. Uh, until we get, I don't even know, until we get a Half-Life 3. As soon as Half-Life 3 in whatever, if that's a thing that could ever exist. Mm. And that'll just be the game people We're never going to say is that. No, that's I know. Not, I know. That's not a thing. So, okay. So, Ocarina of Time for me, in replaying it, in, in a post-Breath of the Wild world, here was my takeaway of Breath of the Wild. Back yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Back get it out there. My feelings on Breath of the Wild were, hey, I think that's a pretty good video game. I don't like item degradation. That's going to always annoy me. I don't even care if it has a mechanical purpose. I don't like it. I just think it's just bad. I just don't like it. That's fine. You can you can disagree with that. It's it's perfectly valid to disagree with that. The second thing I thought, though, about Breath of the Wild that has been proven false is I thought the shrines were bad. I thought that was a bad way to go about it because I thought of the shrines as like we've lost the cohesion of a temple. We've lost mm -hmm. the holistic approach to puzzles of like, well, everything is themed like this. And then the puzzles will be like this in this right. temple. And I, I went on in my life thinking, yeah, 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 Breath of the Wild 2, maybe that'll be better because maybe there will actually be temples in it. And then I'll and, and then I'll be like Breath of the Wild 2 is is the best Zelda game or something. I, I've, I've thought of that being something I'm capable of feeling in the future. Like I just saw all the ways Breath of the Wild could be improved upon. There's, right. I, I still feel that way. I mean, there's lots of things that, that can obviously be approved in that game. But now, having just replayed Ocarina of Time, I can tell you 
there was never a holistic energy to those temples in any mm-hmm. of these in or at least most of these 3ds i mean i'll have to replay more of them but it's just puzzle room after puzzle room and then you get an item where you use the item on the puzzle it's not it's not what i thought it was it's not this holistic right. perfect it's just the vibe the vibes are good in a lot of these temples but they are not pu- from a puzzle standpoint like all iterating off of each other i mean half the puzzles think, in this game are like shoot an eye on the wall or like like hit hit one thing hit a button right you know, push and it's hard for that to be switch. thematically connected to the overall exactly. idea of the puzzle i think the closest you get in this game to this kind of holistic idea of a dungeon is the spirit temple yeah. in ocarina of time maybe so um it has i think the most specifically themed to it or the shadow temple even yeah. even though i'm not a we'll talk about uh temples and dungeons um i'm not the biggest fan of the shadow temple but it does feel like pretty holistic yeah i I would say a lot of the other ones i don't feel like that's true the from a puzzle standpoint what i think is the actually most holistic dungeon is the water temple but the water temple is horribly bad that's i i I, here's here's your cold take for the for the day everybody's forever said the water temple is bad and I can just go ahead and confirm for you that that is still correct. It is actually still a bad temple, and it's not cute to be like, no, it's actually really good. No, it's got, it's not even that good of art design in the water temple. You're mostly in right. caves and gray walls. It's, it's right. or like blue gray walls. It is not an interesting temple. And the reason it's holistic is like there's this temple wide thing of change the water level. And that's what I thought more temples were like and they're just not and in the water temple it's the worst example of that because you can like soft lock yourself inside the temple and it's the worst experience ever yeah having having that potential and that actually did um now i may have just been confused i was a child but my very first uh playthrough of ocarina of time i actually did have and i replayed games all the time when i was a kid so this don't don't this would devastate me as an adult, as a child. This actually did not affect me that much. But my first time ever trying to play through Ocarina of Time, I got to the Water Temple, and I did get so confused that I was stuck. Yeah. And I was pretty sure I was softlocked. Yeah. It's hard to confirm because I was a child. Right. Um, and I had to restart the entire game, which at the time, I, don't, I did stuff like that all the time. Right. I don't do know. A, just I, do a reset. I just, yeah. I would just be like, yeah, all right, whatever. We'll restart and do it better this time. Right. Because like, I just played my game. I mean, all I had was my games, and I played them. Yeah. I played them, my buddy. <laughs> I played them. So my main takeaway then is replaying Ocarina of Time. You know, there's things I liked, there's things I didn't like, but it made me like the later games more. I see more now the ways in which Zelda has actually iterated upon itself. And while Ocarina of Time was first in the 3D Zelda world, I do not feel like I could say it is best in the 3D Zelda world anymore. I don't. I just don't feel that way. There, there is a historical importance to Ocarina of Time, but I now see how they have certainly just gotten better and better. And it's because up until Breath of the Wild, they were never reinventing their own wheel. They were literally only iterating. Right. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think that's totally fair. I think m- m- this is mostly true. I think because overall. Um, to be critical of Nintendo for just a second, to be critical of Nintendo at a time where, you know, technically Zelda is doing great right yeah. now. Oh, I mean, sure. Breath of the Wild is, is a fantastic game. I love it. Yeah. Um, however, I think you could criticize Nintendo rightfully for being very precious with Zelda mm-hmm. um, and possibly making it so that the games 
play and feel a little too similar to yeah. each other. Now, of course, you've got your exceptions to this rule. Uh, we have Majora's Mask with its kind of freaky yeah. aspect to it. There's a lot of art design choices I think they make in each game yeah. that are very original right. and very, you know, kind of different and set each other apart. I just think the things that Link does in each game yep. are like too close. Right. And and it's fun because you can compare, you know, Link's like kind of verbs to Mario's verbs. Right. And I feel like you can you can kind of feel a difference here in how they manage the two properties. Mm -hmm. Mario jumps in every game, right? right. I mean Mario jumps. That's yes. what he does. Right. Um however, I would I would throw out the argument that the way Mario jumps and the context that Mario jumps in right. changes drastically right. in a way that Zelda, you can kind of always sort of expect the same kind of general yeah. stuff to happen. There's always going to be, you know, a forest temple. Right. There's always going to be, you know, the, this kind of elemental aspect right. to each of the dungeons. There will always be... You know, and, and this is why Breath of the Wild was kind of a revolution, because finally yeah. Nintendo became not precious right. about it. And right. technically, I know there are some people that are like, uh, actually, I feel like they got less precious during Skyward Sword. They took a risk there. Yeah. A lot of people kind of rejected that game. That's fine. And I think that argument is fair. Uh, there's there's this kind of argument that Skyward Sword walked so that Breath of the Wild right. can run. Right. I see that. It makes sense. Yeah. I would love to throw Link Between Worlds into that mix, too. Link Between Worlds is like literally an experiment in zelda design of course <laughs> that i i think i don't when what i'm talking about yeah, though yeah. is Mainline, the big top for like sure. like main stage absolutely. zeldas absolutely yes link between worlds was an experiment but it was something they were doing on the handheld yeah. handheld console right, right you know right I, I what i'm talking about is from ocarina of time to like twilight princess which really then i'm just talking about ocarina yeah talking about uh, you know, I'm talking about Majora's Mask, but only from a verb standpoint. Yes. I understand that the structure. the setting is very specific. The structure is very specific. And then Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. I'm kind of calling out that era and being like, Nintendo was too precious yeah, yeah. for this period of time. And I would still lump Skyward Sword into that. Like, I, 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 yeah. I understand there are sort of these, like, nuanced arguments. But at the time of Skyward Sword, we did not see where they were going with it. And it's more easy to see Skyward Sword as just more iterations in a random direction. Like just kind right. of whatever there's just a lot more cut scenes or whatever i know there's more it, delicate arguments to that game but at the end of the day this argument might sound like i'm not talking about even that many games right but yeah. the amount of time that we're that covering like is from like 1998 to 2017 right. like it's a lot of time right right for sure it's yeah it's almost 20 years and so to, to me all of this amounts to this feeling of like i i get why i was just getting so tired <laughs> of zelda and it was because I I'd almost there's almost no discernible difference in replaying Ocarina versus choosing to replay Twilight Princess. Like all of those games right. are just sort of replaying the same game, which is why I think we had an issue with deciding which was going to be the first Zelda game we talk about. I mean, basically the choices are 2D Zelda versus 3D Zelda, and even yeah. within 2D Zelda there's not that many. I mean, it's like Link to the Past, Link's Awakening and the Oracle games are also all just minor iterations of each other. I mean, like, it's true. Zelda 1 and 2 are the only two that stand out <laughs> in that regard uh, of, of structure and everything else. But yep. From, yep. from Link to the Past onward for 2D Zelda, it's been very, very samey for a very long time. Yeah, there's it's it's that Nintendo becomes precious about the the feel. Yeah. Whereas I, I just feel like every time they approach Mario, they're like, how are we going to reinvent yeah. 
I mean, look at jumping. Look, like, yeah, look how at are we going to reinvent jumping? And that's so exciting. Right. I just reinvent, you know, it, it's so great that for Breath of the Wild, it felt like they went back to basics. And we're like, how do we reinvent mm-hmm. Link hitting something with his sword? Right. Like, and and I know you do not like item degradation, but there's the there's a mechanical purpose to it, and I totally yeah. recognize that stuff of the man the, the the not just having one sword that you hack and slash with, but like let's give you lots of items and an excuse to constantly cycle them out. Like all of that makes sense. It's it's reinterpreting a, a sword and shielded adventure or whatever. Right. Right. Uh, I think my issue comes from the big thing with Breath of the Wild. Then is you gave me a ton of just different kinds of swords that sort of slash in different ways. And you took away from me the sense of like drastically different items. You gave me four powers right at the beginning. We're not talking about, I don't know why I'm getting into this, but, but like there's no, now my puzzle stuff isn't about like, I don't know, like drastically unique items, which is like, I think the other mainstay and maybe the, even the other verb of Zelda game. How unique are they though? That is a question. They, are they actually unique? Cause here's the thing in yeah. breath of the wild, the systems interact with each other, oh, of Matt. Course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And there's, there's a kind of, it's a big sandbox. Yes. Uh, the, the, the story of someone using, laying all of their swords on the ground to yeah. create a line of metal <laughs> that they then use to conduct electricity through in order to solve one of the shrines in breath of the wild that is like yeah. what makes that game special. Right. For sure. And and honestly, it's something that Zelda desperately needed. It's something yeah. lateral. Right. Zelda, if you if you want to critique Zelda, here's the dynamite critique, I feel like. Is everything is a key, everything is a door. Yeah. Basically. Right. And it's just you get a mountain, a giant bag right. of keys. You're like a janitor yeah. just walking around. And the keys have very different forms. Sometimes the key is a slingshot. Sometimes the key is a hook shot. Right. Whatever. Sometimes the key is a long shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just these. <laughs> wow, what a difference. <laughs> yeah. It's all very different. Yeah. No. Uh, you get what I'm saying, though. It's yeah. like, it's, of course. It's a lot of, it, it's this kind of key and door yep. design philosophy. Yeah. And, and what can really shake that up is, is lateral thinking, right. is systemic well, reaction stuff. And, and that's why, actually, the best Ocarina of Time is, first off, the fact that Ocarina of Time is a buggy as all get out game. It is, it, you can bust that game wide open. With, oh, yeah. With little oh, glitches yeah. and stuff. We're talking speedrunning now. And aren't so we're we? going to, yeah. let's do our quick speedrunning sidetrack because the randomizer and speedrunning community, yeah. that is the best Zelda game. Fantastic. That is the best Zelda game. Yeah. If you, but yeah, yeah. The, the problem Absolutely. with that Zelda game is it doesn't teach you how to play it you got to like go to the internet and figure out how to do some of the most important glitches but once you learn those glitches now you get to play the most fun zelda game because now the the true creativity comes in go watch this year's uh this most recent gdq run uh spike vegeta and nuclear your old buddy spike vegeta hunter uh like vegeta we went to the same school he yeah. probably doesn't even know who i am yeah who cares we went to the same school uh they did a great uh randomizer run it was like a co-op but also against each other they're 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 playing against each other but they're using each other's information to help make sure they can do it quickly anyways randomizer stuff is like the best and you should go watch yeah, people who awesome. play it and explain it to you well i can't i can't watch like all speedrun streams because like you have to already know what's going on but those streams that's why gdq is always so good is because the person they're playing is telling you exactly why they're doing the things that they're doing or whatever. Right. But randomizer runs, if you don't even know, a randomizer run, there's a ton of levers you can dial and like move and whatever. But the main idea of a randomizer run is it drops you in a random spot in the game as an adult or a child. You just, 
Who here knows? you are. Yeah. Who knows yeah. where you are? You have nothing. And every chest or everything that opens up an item doesn't have the item that was originally in it. It has a random item. So that could be random that item. could be a gold skulltola coin, that could be a heart piece, or that could be the hook shot that you really need to even get into whatever area. Right. So right. you just start stumbling around the world trying to find, you know, you learn where the best like collection of chests are so that you get the most rolls on getting good items. And once you get like a decent enough set, you know like which maybe six items you need to actually properly beat the game and you're just trying to get those things by navigating uh the world you can even do one of the other levers you could do is uh so the entrance like to the deku tree will be the entrance like you walk inside the mouth of the deku tree but the randomizer can also randomize dungeons so when you walk inside the mouth of the deku tree oh you're in the spirit temple whoopsie so now you so now <laughs> to go to the spirit temple you go to the deku tree right. uh, not that it matters because you don't know which items are going to be in the spirit temple so who cares you know it's just i don't know there's there's so much stuff in there and that is that's wild that's like the best stuff in zelda yeah that's fantastic i love that and i mean sorry I, it feels like we got in this episode and just immediately started going on like we put on our yeah. our critical of the zelda series hat sure um, I think it's just because, I mean, this game just kind of goes without saying. If you haven't played Ocarina of Time, please do. It's sure. part of your education. Can we you know? uh, can we recommend some places to play Ocarina? Here's, okay, here's, yeah, so, here's, here's oh, the ranking. Let's do, let's do a ranking of Ocarinas real quick, okay? Okay. Here's, here's your Ocarina ranking. Of time the worst rank. way, the worst way to play Ocarina of Time is on a Nintendo 64. So that's interesting. <laughs> Weird. Weird how that happened. Uh, okay. The worst, worst way, way to play it, <laughs> most hard way to play it. <laughs> Uh, actually, I mean, it's, I, I think it, the only way it could be worse actually is if it was emulated on a laptop that's sure. on fire. Oh, of course. Basically. <laughs> is emulated on a bad laptop? Yeah. That'd be a bad way to play yeah, yeah. it. All right. Um, you should know about Master Quest. Master Quest exists. Sure. Master Quest is, def is definitely a, they've reworked a bunch of the dungeons exclusively. Uh, so, so some of the puzzles got redesigned. The biggest change is that. The water temple is not as broken in Master Quest, which for me makes already definitively I will I will never play Ocarina of Time ever again. I played Ocarina in an emulator uh, so I could speed up random things or whatever, but mm -hmm. I uh, I just played original Ocarina and I'll never do that again. I don't I it, there's no reason to when the Master Quest exists, and I would always just rather do Master Quest or or at least that's one of the options that would become the better. And that's like, you can get that on GameCube. I mean, not easily, but hey, you can also, whatever, you can emulate it. Uh, right. But so then there, there's two more things to talk about. And I'll talk about one more and then Hunter can get into his. The, the yeah. next one though is, and I have not played it myself, but in replaying Ocarina, what I desperately wished for is better menuing. The menuing sucks. That's the worst part of Ocarina of Time, especially in the Water Temple, where it's constantly right. asking you to put on iron boots and take off iron boots. You got to press start. You pull up your big menu, and yep. then you got to click on... I don't know. It's just... It's, it's cumbersome. so awful. Now, there is a 3DS remaster of uh, Ocarina of Time, and the bottom screen is just your item menu and you can just yep. click your boots and switch them off and on and off and on and off and on and woohoo you did it that's the, so for a while that is like kind of maybe actually the new best way to play it's and i believe that that 3ds port incorporates master quest into it i think you can play master quest in the 3ds port uh but hunter what is maybe at some point going to be the new definitive way to play ocarina of time so this is really exciting. Um, I don't know. You may you may already be aware of this. You may not be aware of this. But um, a couple years back, actually, I think it's been a while now. 
um, some people got together and they made a PC port of Mario 64 so that it would be, it would run on your PC and it would be in HD. Obviously, not strictly, I mean, actually, I don't think it's illegal yeah. what was happening. The way they did it, I feel like it was strictly speaking legal, but obviously we're in a gray area here. Sure. Um, it is a PC port that, you know, was it, the game was never released on PC properly. This is just people getting together and making this work. Well, the same thing has happened with Ocarina of Time. It, there is a PC port uh, that ha is pretty, it's very playable at this yeah, point. Right. Um, I played a bunch of the game uh, on it and then uh, got basically got kicked out um, and, and there was a glitch that caused me to l lose a bunch of time. So it's not, I'm not trying to say it's perfect. Sure. There actually um, was a new release since I played that yeah. for all I know corrects the, um, the glitch that I suffered. Um, if you want to know about it, uh, check out uh, the ship of Harkinian, yes. H-A-R-K-I-N-I-A-N. Um, you can find their Discord, and it will help you figure out how to get this running if yeah. that's, in fact, what you want to do. Right. So just check it out. It's, right. it's, it's amazing. You're playing Ocarina of Time. It's in HD. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Yep. Um, it, from an art design perspective, this is an opportunity maybe for us to say, we haven't really said anything good about Ocarina of Time. I think we've just kind yeah. of assumed. This yeah. game casts a long shadow. Uh, yeah. It's a very important game, la-di-da, la whatever. Right. Um, it's a beautiful game, it and is. it has a magnificent atmosphere, and playing it in HD on my PC felt... It made it feel new in a way that mm -hmm. it didn't... It. I... One minor nitpick. I don't like the look of Link, or really the characters, in huh. the DS remake. Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah, how yeah. Link looks. I don't like yeah. how the... It, I think the... I think it just looks strange. It is obviously a high res texture slapped on a small po on a bad polygon. Like that mm -hmm. that's the look of it to me is just like the eyes look like a painting rather than yeah. a character. That's that's right. the look of the 3DS version. Yeah. So in that way I actually prefer the way uh, that it looks on the N64 originally and this uh, HD PC port very much preserves the look and just makes the game yeah. pop in a way it, it's just, it's a, really just allowing you to appreciate yeah. the art uh that was put into this game um and i don't know i mean it if if we're talking atmosphere if we're talking music ocarina of time is one of the best zeldas ever made yeah sure it's just that to me this is the beginning of a very iterative era yeah. for zelda and so it suffers kind of a creative inflation problem right there are things that it does that it is outdone by yeah. in the sequels, right? Exactly. Essentially, exactly, because there's so much focus on really just sticking with this design mm -hmm. for a long time. It gets points for defining that design, right? Like it, right. That, that's yeah. worth something, but it's definitely worth something. It 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 grows from here. Uh, is yeah. is going to be kind of a thorn in its side. I will say too. Uh, the the other thing about that PC port, Hunter, that you described to me is the ability, wh whether it's in there right now or not, but there will be an ability to uh hot key items which means like yeah. you have a more complicated controller than a nintendo 64 controller so now you can just stick the iron boots on a hot key and yep. and solve the beautiful. exact same problem so that the beautiful. 3ds version solves so also i did confirm it, it the 3ds has... version has does have master quest in it so that's the whole thing with with that being also a good one and i do not think right. that this pc port is master quest which would be one tiny setback for me uh right 
Um, it also um, the randomizer is available for yeah. the PC version. They're building they're building this for the fans. Like the the community yeah. the the community is who is building this, and they're building it for their own community. So yeah. Anyways, let, let I do want to spend some time talking talking Ocarina of Time up. Uh, this yeah, recent run that I did was I call it good enough percent. If you know uh, speed run terminology, there's like any percent and there's a hundred percent. I'm not gonna 100% Ocarina of Time because there's there's a couple critical things in Ocarina of Time that are wildly annoying to 100%. The main one being uh, one of the collectibles you can do are these gold skulltolas. They're little spiders that hang out on walls and you kill them and you grab, grab their tokens. There are a hundred in the game. If you get 50, you get one of the heart pieces. So in Zelda games, you very often collect heart pieces to fill up all 20 heart containers or whatever. And uh, so for that purpose, it's like, hey, that's a useful thing. If you get 100 gold skulltolas, you get 200 rupees, which like you make that going into the pot shop in the market like a handful right. of times or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, I, I have no, the only reason I would do gold skulltolas is like the thrill of the chase, right? Just the, the right. act of doing them. But I would say the gold skulltolas are like the lowest tier of, puzzles to solve things to find like you just sort of they just sort of are out there in the environment but uh the health containers are fun you find fairy fountains there's all kinds of little things so my good enough percent is like i want all of the actual stuff right at the end of the game i want every single item fully upgraded i want every single uh like heart piece i want all the magic i can get i want like link to be a god i want him to be souped up completely just for the fun of it right and and then you make the final castle like completely easy because you have way too much of everything whatever it's fine that's how i like to play zelda and that's what i did for this most recent run was my good enough percent and i loved it i loved it a lot boy i like playing zelda games this way uh, i think just burning through the dungeons would have been would have left a really sour taste in my mouth but actually hanging out with the vibe of a Zelda game. I think at one point I'd convinced myself that Ocarina of Time was kind of dead and empty. And I don't feel that way. I love the characters in Ocarina of Time. All the different shop mm -hmm. merchants, their looks do so much to oh, evoke yeah. a feeling. You know, like the little ghost guy that you go to his pose shop. Like there's just so many little characters that they're just there. They don't, you don't interact with them in a million ways, but it's lively. That has always been a thing Zelda has done very, very well. And I think they get off to it with like a crazy good start in defining a lot of vibes in this game. I, I, I love actually poking around the world is, is what I mostly discovered. I, I think the dungeons are almost the worst part of at least this Zelda game. And I like I think doing so all too. the other stuff. Yeah, I, I think so too. There's a, there's a lot of positive things you can say about the game. I feel like if you get outside the dungeons, the yeah. structure of the game, I think is still fantastic. Yeah. It is so, I mean, Anyone that played this when you were a kid, it was so shocking mm -hmm. to pull the sword out of the stone, become an adult, and then find that the world has been ruined. Yeah. What is it about? This is like kind of where, I mean, I guess may maybe this had already, no, this is, I guess this is from the beginning of the game. The game has always had a fascination with the end of the world. Yeah. From the very beginning. Right. Like from, from Zelda 1. Right. It just kind of meditates on, it has this kind of apocalyptic. Yeah vibe to it always and it's very cool that ocarina of time is the one that that kind of lets you experience it as right. a kid it kind of gives you the sort of um the sort of Link's awakening or uh even majora's mask type experience where you're like wow this world is so fun all these cool characters they're they're great they all have their little micro stories and i love it yeah and then it decides to smite the land you know what i mean only right. after right you have already sort of 
gotten to know everybody yeah. does it take it all away right which is interesting and that's something only ocarina really has um i would say in a way link's awakening sort of does this on a micro level but it's at the end of the game yeah you know not to spoil right. that game completely but sure. like and then in Wind Waker, it's already happened before exactly. you've arrived. It's the past. In Breath of the Wild, it's already yep. happened before sure. you arrive. Ocarina of Time is the one where we experience it. Yeah. The shift. Yeah. That's that that is a great element of it too. Is there's a great okay, so there's a very, very recent Jacob Geller video everyone's gotta go watch. It's called Every, Oh yeah, I wanna watch this. Every Zelda is the darkest Zelda. <laughs> and uh it, it's thinks that he's spoiled his own uh thing here, but he starts it out talking about how uh what is it he starts with Majora's mask or whatever whatever. He starts with one of the Zeldas and explains why it is Oh, Twilight Princess, why it's the darkest Zelda. And then it like yeah. resets and he just does it again with Majora's Mask. And, and then it's just right. proving that like, no, quit saying this is another hot take argument, right? None of the Zeldas are the darkest Zelda. It's a dark series. Actually. It's a dark series. It's That's about the apocalypse yeah. almost yeah. every single time. Uh, and yeah, I like that idea that Ocarina is the one where you spend hours just experiencing the charm. There's a little problems that are going on but it's all charming deku tree dodongo's cavern right. Right. jabba jabba's belly and the world that you go around the market is lively like it's a it's a very very vibrant world and then you walk out of the temple of time as an adult and it's the sky is black and everyone is zombies and like it's right. so dangerous to go any like it is a stark contrast immediately and that definitely hits you that is like expert level like art design and vibes and yeah and and yeah it works so well it's good um it it really aesthetically there's there's a lot of things to talk about that i think um just kind of make it yeah. absolutely uh fantastic i think that where i start to get just kind of tired of the series is when we talk about things like puzzles yeah. and right. dungeon design right. and uh, the various items that you have to manage. Right. Um, Matt, you were actually talking about, and I don't know if you still want to do this, but I do about doing a ranking of our top five Zelda yeah. items of all time. Well, and you, and you let me tell you, it was hard for me to yeah. come up with this <laughs> because I don't really like them very yes. much. Right. Well, and you teased this earlier, but there, there's this notion of like, actually a majority of items are not that good. Let's also think about the idea that there's a bunch of items in Ocarina of Time that you don't have to get. They are like little side items that you can yeah. get and it's fun to collect. And I wanted to think like, oh, you can get so souped up. I got the ice arrows. And then never used them even once right. for a right. second. And that's true Makes of sense. a lot of items. You you barely use, you don't have to use the Mask of Truth for anything. That's like a weird side item you can get. It's very cool for your very first playthrough, like going around, exploring stones, seeing what they have to say, yeah, talking to learning stones, more yeah, about yeah. the world. That stuff is cool, but it serves no purpose, no practical purpose to the to the gameplay of, of the game. And that's true of a lot of items just like don't get used. And then there's like we've already said, there's all the items you're just re like you get a slingshot and then you become an adult and you get a new slingshot called the bow and then you get a hook shot and then later you get a new hook shot called the long shot and it's just like right. there's so many items that are just the same thing so how many good zelda items, zelda are, items there are there actually yeah. across the board so let's do a top five uh top five zelda items okay. across the board let's just let's get out uh some some nominations let's just throw nominations out there first oh uh, no i've already got my top five i get, got it ready you you have one through five ready to go i got one through five wow. ready to go let's hear yours and and i'll i'll see how i feel and add to it and we'll come up with an oga top five you want me to start at five or start at one start at five okay so my number five i'm gonna i'm taking this kind of basic yeah 
And we'll see. You Feel free to disqualify any of my, any of my answers. But I'm going to start with a fun one at number five. Number five is the Beyblade from Twilight Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it's the good. Beyblade. It's actually bad. It's actually one of the bad ones where <laughs> you really only use it specifically in that dungeon. Right. But actually, that's not true. You you do use it on the overworld as well. You can I at just, least like it lets you. Yeah, just you can jump, go around fast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there's there's a. I think you can get some heart pieces that sure. way or something yeah, like there, that. There, there are whatever some... the collectibles are. That's right. You can get them with the Beyblade. Right. I just think the Beyblade is so fun, and that boss fight <sighs> in that temple where you get the Beyblade is so nutty. Yeah. That like it left a very strong impression even though i think overall it is not a very good example of a zelda item right that sort of gets beyond the usual just kind of like eh, right you know it feels new and unique that's for sure and that that is right a, that is a that's a lot of points for a zelda item is just like is this weird and different is this cool yeah i i agree with that okay number four number four is the thing that lets you jump in Link's Awakening. I, I knew it, that that was going to be an item. That changes the whole game. The feather. Yeah. The jump feather. Yeah, the feather. Is a yeah. huge... What a game changer. Especially at that time because you've done... You've now done a handful of Zelda games and it's just this top-down thing and then suddenly right. I can jump gaps. And it... I did not realize because I've... Okay, I've never played Game Boy Link's Awakening but I have played right. now the, the Switch port. Um, and... Or, you know, Switch remake of it. And I thought... That the Switch remake was like taking some liberties with, you know, it's, oh, it's top down, but like the, I thought the jump was completely different. And I went and watched a Link's Awakening speedrun. That's the same jump. You can do yeah. crazy stuff yeah. with that jump yeah. in a game. I did yeah. not know a Game Boy was capable of that, you know? Yeah. That it is, it is a crazy thing to me. So yeah, huge, huge props to the jump. Feather. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it because it's, it is the example, I think, of a good Zelda item, which is that. It has outside of allow outside of it being a key yeah. that unlocks the various rooms that right. it unlocks. It also is just a jump. Yes. Hey, guess what? Right. Jumping is useful, and, and like, you, any player, will be able to find ways to make use of yeah. a jump. Isn't it crazy? And I, this is going to be slightly wrong, probably, but isn't it crazy that this is like the only time we get a jump until Breath of the Wild? Yeah, every other well, jump yeah. in every other jump in Zelda games are run off the edge, and yeah, then Zelda, jumps, and then Link yeah. will jump. Yeah, it's contextual jumps. This is this is one of the few instances of press button to jump as Link. Press button to jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's okay. literally an item. Number um, three. Yeah, number three. Ooh, okay. I'm kind of, my num my number one was decided right away. My number two and my number three are kind of dueling a little bit here. So one of them is going to be a little cringy. You're going to be like, uh, actually, I'll do the cringy one for number three. Okay. Number three is. The Master Sword. Just that's just not the sword. A Zelda. No, no. Item. The sword the sword is so much of a better item yeah. than like any of the garbage you get in the rest of the game. Here's what I'll give you. You can say Master Sword and you can mean it in all the ways you mean it. I interpret it as Breath of the Wild Master Sword, which is actually an item you have to find and has a, has an intended weird specific purpose within the context of Breath of the Wild mechanics. Okay, there, there's something to that. From I'll for change me. it. That's my personal. That's my personal vibe on it. I you I understand. I got something what you I mean. can sub in. I okay. got something okay, I can okay. sub in. The Breath of the Wild bomb that you can just summon out of Spawn, nowhere. It's yeah. not. Yeah, it's yeah. not a collectible item. Or well, actually, kind of. Man, any of the Breath of the Wild. 
yeah, stuff you can do with your Switch. Which one do I like best? Actually, I'm going to do the one that freezes time on sure. an object. Yeah. That's that's my third favorite of all time. Perfect. Um, whatever yeah. that power is called. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the yellow ability in Breath of the Wild uh, yeah. is... I would say, too, that, I mean, that ability is certainly unlocks the most potential in Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild, right? All of your other abilities, like the bombs, I don't particularly actually love the bombs in that Zelda. I feel like yeah. I've tried playing um, Master Mode or whatever it's called in Breath of the Wild, and I hate it, actually. It, it does not seem fun. Everything just has, like, an insane amount of health, and that's when the right. item and I'm degradation... Right, and sure the combat is, too, is just, like, punishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to master the combat, but I don't even know, like, how much more I could master the combat to, like, actually make the... So then I think it just turns into, like... Can you throw enough bombs? At, like you know how you get sometimes in Breath of the Wild to to enemies where you're just like, well, I guess I'm just gonna throw this bomb off a cliff like a dozen times right. to kill that right. thing. That sucks. <laughs> like that that it's a it's a goofy way you've you've broken the system, but it's not mm-hmm. in particularly engaging. And then the actual freeze power. I'm talking about the ice power is whatever you know. Make some platforms on water. That's fine. Uh, yeah. But, but the the freezing of an object is cool in general and instantly like. So speedrunning found out how you can like freeze an item and then like launch yourself across the map. Right. You right. can you can get three fourths of the way to the same conclusion by yourself. So like right. I love that that Breath of the Wild put in an item that teaches you how to speedrun the game like kind of instantly. That's the beauty right. of the stop time item. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I I mean honestly I could have just only listed Breath of the Wild items, but I didn't want to focus on Breath of the Wild sure. too much. Anyways. My number two, just want to give Ocarina a little bit of love and say that my number two, actually, even though it's not as good as I'm saying it is, this is my nostalgia pick. My number two is the lens of truth. Oh, that's fun. Because I just like it. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't like, I think that it is, um, you know, maybe the worst example of the every Zelda item is a key that unlocks a door because the lens of truth is literally you just turn it on yeah. and now you can see yeah. where to go right. and you just walk through and there's no challenge to it. But I like how it lets you it lets you use that ability and start thinking of ways to use it that are outside the range of just like use yeah. it to solve puzzle. Yeah. And I think thematically it's spooky. It's right. weird. Yeah. And I don't know. I the, like it. It's not very good. One of like the it. cuter moments of the game is when you realize you can use the lens of truth in the, the hidden in, to cheat the hidden treasure game. And yep. you can just see That's exactly what's in the chest. That's cute and fun. Okay, Hunters, it's time for your number one Zelda item. Okay, it is. Um, and I think this, is, I, I don't know. It's easy for me. I knew it right away. Oh. The glider from oh. Breath of the Wild. Okay, the I glider was, is without a doubt. I was even doubt. debating if I should call the glider like an item. It definitely is, and you're you're right to, to put it up there on the list, and I was I was trying to add it to mine. Um, the glider is crazy good, huh? It's It defines the entire experience of Breath of the Wild. The right. idea that you can go anywhere and, like, traverse safely from the top. Like, cl- I mean, that's a, that is a quintessential video game experience, right? right? Let me climb to the highest thing I possibly can and jump off of it. Yep, <laughs> is and glide like, to wherever. I, that yeah. is, every open world game requires that element. And the fact that the glider lets you, like, sprint for it. Uh, the best part, too, of the glider is, like, the little tricky things you can do. You know, you can do... I believe this is how this works. At least this is how I always do it. When I jump off the highest structure I possibly can, you got to do a little shield jump. You know how to do a shield jump? Yeah. Yeah. So you do a little shield jump off the top and then you get a little extra boot. I don't know. That's right. just, there's no, right. there's nothing. It feels like you're doing a Tony Hawk trick off yeah, of yeah. a building. Yeah, it's Tony Hawk then... as heck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's super Tony Hawk. Um, all right, Matt, you got your five items? I, I, I don't have 
five yet. I want to throw out some more mentions, and maybe you can help me. Maybe we can just work on a list together here. Uh, one, right, right. One, we'll just do your five, though. For sure. Just, like, throw the five he, out. He, like, here's yeah, here's yeah, one that hasn't been five. mentioned. Like, starting at five and then up to one. Just go ahead and do that. I don't have quick. it ready because I've been talking. It doesn't matter. I know. It doesn't I, matter Hunter, what they are. I haven't even thought of five items is the thing, is what I'm telling you. I need to think <laughs> through this. So, one of Matt, the items. you got to go. Go now. Okay, go, here we Matt, go. Come on. So, come one on. of the items on my list is the double claw shot now i think it's dumb that you get a hook shot and then you get a long shot that's that's kind of stupid but in twilight princess it seems like it's going to be stupid because they just give you a second claw shot is what they call it it's your it's a it's a second hook shot which is mm -hmm. you know it's just a little grappling hook you point it at the wall you you fire it it grabs that wall you get to you know shoot towards it whatever that seems fine and when you get a second one it's like really do i need a second one that dungeon rules uh, the puzzles you get to do in that dungeon are, like, some of my favorite. It's, like, one of the few times, like, actually... You're, like, Spider-Man suddenly. You're Spider-Man suddenly. Oh, sort of Spider-Man. Not as fun as Spider-Man. It's... I, I just think it's it's so great, the idea that you're clinging to one wall, look over, fire at another wall, and you just... I mean, it almost feels like you're playing with a portal gun, basically. Like, you're coming... Instead of... Like, you're traveling two different walls. It's the same as, like, coming out of those different walls. I, I think the double claw shot uh, is an underrepresented favorite rate of of zelda items uh let's see what else is a, a a fantastic zelda item most of the other twilight princess items are quite bad i would say uh, yeah. across the board i'm just looking through all of them and it's just like you know things that literally work in like one single place uh so not not a fan of that i will say this is an honorable mention maybe it'll be added to the list I don't think iron boots are particularly cool, but in Twilight Princess, they redefined iron boots to be not mm -hmm. only do you sink to the floor, but then in the fire temple, you like they're magnetized. You stick to metal as well. And I think that is a pretty fun gimmick and a, a good thing to do. So I'll, I'll, I'll throw the Twilight Princess iron boots on there, even though it feels like a cop out. Um, I mean, jump feather is also on my list. I'll throw it at number three right now, just cause, uh, and I think Glider is my number two. I was hesitating to say it uh, regardless. And then number one item of all Zelda games. I'm saying this now because it's the last one I've thought of, not actually my number one. But now I have to decide, do I have a number one item of all Zelda games? I don't know if I do. Maybe the master. Maybe I'll just say the Master Sword in Breath of the Wild. Wow. And then you get to do it. Yeah, I get to do it. Now it's mine. Wow. I stole it from you. I win. Wow. <laughs> All right, Matt wins. <laughs> well, and for me, I mean, realistically, to talk about the Master Sword, I mean, it solves my, like, number one gripe with Breath of the Wild, which is just, like, I really just don't like the item degradation and the idea that the Master... Also, the the buildup to that moment is huge. It is certainly right. the most glorified item in any Zelda game ever. Like, right. you have right. to work for hours to even be allowed to touch the Master Sword in that mm -hmm. game. And, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it's it's a very cool moment to finally get it. And then the use of it is uh, uh is very good, and I, I like yeah. it quite a bit. So. Yeah, it rules. That's probably my favorite time acquiring the Master Sword has yeah. got to be in Breath of the Wild. Right, right. Okay, we did it. We did so. We did we did two separate top five items. But what what appeared in both of them was essentially the glider and the jump feather, and I guess the Master Sword. Although you kind of took it out uh, because uh, I got mad at you. I, yeah, yeah, I, I took it out. Um, but are you ready to rank this puppy? Do we oh have anything God. else we need to talk about with Ocarina of Time, I a don't... game that. You know, it, yeah. it matters a lot to people, and we haven't really... I mean, I don't know. We've talked about it. Have we talked about it enough? Yes. Yeah. Does the, anybody the, need to talk about it more? No. Right. The world has talked about this game enough, so I do yeah. believe it is finally uh, time. But now we have to do the hard thing. Yep. 
which yeah. is put it on our ranked list of games. Right. Basically. Um, okay. Uh, who's who's on the high end? Am I on the high end here? Should we even do a high end? I want you to be on the high end, but yeah. here's here's what it is. Say the highest you would put it at, and I have a number in my head already. Of where you just want it to be. Of 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 like, yeah. Of, I'm just throwing the dart at where I think it should be, but I want to see what's the highest you would put it at, and then I will give you my low end to that. Mm-hmm. Unless you're thinking similar to me, in which case we can kind of re-strategize. Okay, I, I don't have an exact number. Let me. Uh, so the highest I could possibly go for Ocarina of Time. What a complicated game, right? There, it is right. so hard to understate its historical precedent. But in the enjoyment of playing, I mean, I did like basically one hundred percent it, right? Like I played the crap out of this game, even even now today. And I've and that's like the that's probably the third time I've hundred percented that game in my life. Um. You know, quick aside while I'm thinking here, I'll talk while I think. Uh, when I was a kid, I was terrified of Ocarina of Time. Like when I'm talking when I was in like, uh, I don't know, maybe first grade, second grade, when, whenever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably shortly after it came out, I would watch my brother and his friend play Ocarina of Time. And when I, and so when I would pull up my save file to play it by myself, I couldn't, I, I refused to enter Dodongo's Cavern. That terrified me. That dark wow. abyss into the cavern. And then even entering it and seeing the big skull, like the big Dodongo head, mm-hmm. that was so scary to me that I did not play it. I, I did not. The games are spooky. Yeah, they're spooky. spooky. games for kids. And, 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 and watching, I knew where the game went. Like I'd seen the forest temple before and I knew how spooky the forest was. So I, I right. didn't play, I did not play Ocarina of Time myself until I was a number of years later of actually playing right. it by myself because I, I was just too dang scared. Um, okay. I have, I have a high. I have a high. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not What's confident. I'm not confident in my high, but I will not let it go above getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Okay. Yeah. You it's, it's under that top like three. That's very solid, right? It's not going to be better mm-hmm. than Super Mario Brothers three, and it's not more important than Mario Brothers three, right? I, I, I feel confident in that, and then. I can put it. I could see myself putting it above Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi in, 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 in if if I found a way to talk myself into it. So yeah. Why not also like wh- why not put it above getting over it with Bennett Foddy? I think getting over it with Bennett Foddy is too specific and novel, and I just love that aspect of things more. I I put getting over it with Bennett Foddy more in that top echelon of like the top few games than I do mm-hmm. the stuff right under it. Like I, I okay. think I think of getting over it with Bennett Foddy as closer to Super Mario Brothers three than I'd think of it towards Panzer Dragoon's Vi on the lower end. Right? Okay. I, I think so you is... see some daylight between the two and yes. you're like Ocarina it... of Time could slot there. Yeah. I could put this where I'm where I what I had selected in my head was number thirteen mm-hmm. above Hitman, yeah. but below Crusader Kings three. I think this is a logical range. I think that's so a there logical we go. target. Do you want to start at the top or you want to start at the bottom? Uh, let's start at the top and see. We've been we've been okay. we were nice to this game, but we've mostly been kind of negative Nellies about this game, sort of, or, cr- or critical casses. I don't know what what other names can we do. Anyways, I, th- I just <laughs> think it's it suffers from creative inflation. Yes. I don't necessarily I don't think it's a bad game at all. Nah. I just think sometimes sometimes things age differently because they get replaced by other things. Yep, yep. And okay. I think Ocarina of Time has experienced that so, in, a sev- in several different ways. Let's figure out how and if it goes below Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi. Um, well, I certainly like Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi uh, a lot more really? than 
Ocarina of Time. A lot, like significantly more. Tell me um, why. I think Panzer Dragoon 2 Zwei is a fantastically interesting game mm-hmm. in a underrepresented genre yes. where it is crushing it in a way that that it, it, no one is expecting it to do this well or mm-hmm. to be this good of a game. You play a game like this, especially as a Westerner, this, this the genre of game, uh, what do you call Panzer Dragoon's Vi? I forget what the name is. Rail Shooter. Rail Shooter. Rail Shooters were like, you know, not as popular to Westerners as they were, um, you know, across the pond. But like, I feel like it. it's so good at that that it makes me want to get into Rail Shooters. Yeah. In yeah. a way that, makes me feel like on this show highlighting it as the best in its class yeah, of it's this p- particular thing. Ocarina of Time is kind of a complete opposite of that. It's yeah. a it's a part of this genre of game, the the Zelda genre, yeah. if you will. Zelda right. I would say is its own genre for yeah. sure. Right. Um where maybe, you know, Ocarina of Time is this is a particular package where there are definitely like slices of it that i would say like i really like the atmosphere we talked for a long time about how ocarina of time is the only one that lets you experience the apocalypse yep. from the world that isn't that's pre-apocalyptic yeah um and i think that's notable of it but i think from a design pers- perspective from a game feel perspective yes. it is outdone yeah. by all of its you know all all of the sequels to ocarina of time outdo it yeah and panzer dragoon 2 is just like I don't know. It's just it's just the best in its class, and nobody's asking it to yeah. even exist in the first place, and yeah. it's just there. It's it's a strong mechanical argument because my my where I was getting hung up is the idea that like what we one of the things we like stylistically about Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi is like the world doesn't over explain itself. It lets there be an air of mystery, and I actually think Ocarina of Time does that very well as well like that there there's just creatures that exist they don't you know you don't, you don't get right. too much over explained and the vibe works very very well so on that front i think they're at the very least on the same footing right in terms of mm. atmosphere but i like mm-hmm. your mechanical argument so i i approve of ocarina of time going below below panzer dragoon 2's vi so next up is katamari damacy i almost didn't let Ocarina of Time go above Katamari Damacy. So I feel like I even have an argument to push it below Mm -hmm. Katamari because Katamari is a pure experience through and through. I've said it a dozen times, but I will say it again if this is your first time hearing about it. Katamari Damacy is a clunky game on purpose, and that is beautiful. Like the idea that the designer mastered a sense of bumping into crap is part of the vibe of it and it all works within its atmosphere of super goofy things going on i mean every element of katamari damasi contributes to the whole even when it's like right. not a good game it's okay with being a like a bad mechanical experience sometimes that is part of it it is part of the art of it and that that to me is more praiseworthy than like we made a very very good zelda game that we're gonna make better later right yeah yeah, and I think it's um, Katamari is just like it's it's an exciting artistic expression that has like a kind of singular yeah. vibe to it that you can maybe like in other things too. But I I feel like Zelda because it has to be this epic action adventure story. Comparing it to something like Katamari is maybe kind of difficult because 
like Zelda sort of contains multitudes by comparison, mm -hmm. but Katamari, I don't know. It's just more fun of a vibe. I mean, yeah. isn't it fun to say Katamari Damacy is better than <laughs> Ocarina of Time? I for mean, sure. it makes me feel good. Makes me it feel better. It helps me sleep at night. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next, I think we both are on, on the same page here. The next one is a, uh, I feel much more difficult conversation. We've got Ocarina okay. of Time versus Halo Combat Evolved. Here's my argument to not let Ocarina of Time go below Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, you and I do not like the sequels to Halo Combat Evolved, so it doesn't have that same nope. element of like, the iteration doesn't get better. Except, I argue, it eventually does. The iteration of Halo it has Does it? it it comes Does up it and down now? i think so i i Does think it now <laughs> is this is news to me why you say this well i think i do think the multiplayer of three is actually more fun than the multiplayer of one i do th I, I i feel that way um decently and then reach is in the same class and have you played reach do you know yeah. about Reach? Yeah. Do you know about the Reach? <laughs> I've played. Pl I what mean, do I, you know of the not Reach? On, not, on, not on this list, but I've pl I played plenty of Reach in the day, and Reach is just an improvement on all of the things Three did. Is my it would be my argument for Reach is like it made the multiplayer even better, and the storyline is not nearly as nonsense as uh as Halo Three is. Uh, sure. you have a dip of four and five. Four and five are bad. Halo Infinite. I would say the jury is still out. That game is not done being released, basically, and we don't know yet mm -hmm. if Infinite is uh, is a, a, an amazing Halo or not. I think it feels really good to play, but I don't know until I've... I'm not playing that game until I can do the co-op with... Like, Hunter and I will do the co-op of that game sure. whenever it comes out, and I don't care about the multiplayer until it's wacky and you give me the Forge and we make custom maps and stuff. So I, I don't care about the matchmaking, so it's hard to say. But anyways, all of that is to say, Halo Combat Evolved comes out swinging, is very good, uh... But it has its flaws, and the ways it has been iterated on later, I think, far outpace it. Like, when it improves, it improves dramatically. Whereas Zelda games, I don't know that they, like, improve dramatically off of off of this or whatever. So I, I think Ocarina establishes enough that it should not go below Halo because it is, it is cementing so many things about... I mean, like you even said a minute ago, it almost be, is its own genre. And this game sort of settles that, like says, this is the Zelda genre that many people will start to mimic. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would give Ocarina of Time the accolade that it settles the Zelda genre. Sure. It translates the formula into 3D, yeah. but I think largely... Even you could make my consistency argument work if you go backwards as well as forwards. Mm -hmm. um, a, a lot of 2D Zelda is translated kind of directly yeah. to um, Ocarina of Time in a way that they could not quite do that with 2D Mario to 3D Mario. Right. 3D Mario feels more of a, we have to go back to basics and like rework it from the ground up. Yeah. I feel like a lot of 3D Zelda, I'm like, yeah, I can imagine how this would, I can, I could, you could very easily remake Ocarina of Time into a 2D yeah. game. And hey, not, look, a crack in the wall. I better place a yeah. bomb next to it and blow yeah. that up and then there you'll unlock a new area. Yeah. So much of it feels, you know, so similar. Whereas 3D Mario feels like it has a completely separate like pace and structure and, and whole like way of interacting yeah. with the world. I, um, I like taking the piss out of Ocarina of Time a little bit to say like it's not even that definitive of a of an experience. I I, I do agree. I I get that sense from it that it's like yeah yeah it's a big upgrade to go to 3D. I don't put a ton of stock in that time period. Is is maybe a problem I have of mm -hmm. like 
why do we put so much praise on the shoulder of people figuring out how to make 3D games work when it's like, I don't know, we bounced our heads off of it for like six years and finally started to figure it out. Just because first attempts existed did not mean, like, there are, the camera is not my favorite thing in Ocarina of Time, right? We didn't solve anything about mm -hmm. a 3D game. The locking mm -hmm. on works pretty well, but it doesn't, like, solve any issues. We, like, we, we still need to drastically improve the 3D experience. So the idea that Ocarina of Time is in some way, like, this master class in design, I, I, I feel like I see right through that. I, I see the flaws and um, note them. But how do you combat that against Halo Combat Evolved? Like, what, wh okay. how, is, how does Halo Combat Evolved yeah, yeah. not have that same quality? Well, so Halo, we, we've already mentioned that Halo's sequels lose focus. Matt, sure. you, you believe that eventually they find their footing again. I have not seen enough yeah. to say that I think that. Okay. Uh, I, I don't, and I, I did not think you had played Reach, so you must yeah. have played that at some point. I you played, played the college. whole game, or yep. I played the whole single player. Played and I, the whole I played game. the multiplayer for like a, a a good, I mean, a summer or whatever. I played the multiplayer, but I never played the single player. I played the single player, and I did I did co op with I was I was roommates with uh soon to be buddy on the show Sean. Sean's coming up on an episode soon. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Sean and I played that game together. I played oh, it with wow. someone. I co op that whole game for sure. Maybe Paul and I did. I don't know. Well, I feel like Halo has uh the legacy to compete with Ocarina of Time, it translated first-person shooters from a PC mm -hmm. primarily based genre to the console, like basically created the console shooter. Yeah. I know it didn't actually create the console shooter, but it definitely made it feel good, Right. okay? Right. Um, I think that it's an accidental masterpiece. I think it's infinitely more playable in 2022 than Ocarina of Time is. Ocarina of Time suffers from this. I have played it so many times that my memory of it means that I, the pleasure of playing it is a bit sabotaged. Yeah. The fact that I can remember the solution to every puzzle, uh, how every room works when I walk into it, makes it feel just a little... It just kind of takes the energy out of it. Yeah. Whereas Halo is a little more visceral. I might remember everything about Halo, but Halo is more visceral and systemic. Yeah. The AI of the opponents react differently yeah. to my input than anything in zelda basically zelda is you know kind of a a, a perfect uh, a clock a, a clock made by uh you know a divine clockmaker. right you know you walk in and everything like clockwork will basically just be the same no matter how many times you play it uh halo has artificial intelligence artificial intelligence responds to player input yeah. in interesting ways i would if, if I was going to play a game right now, it would be Halo and not Ocarina yeah. of Time. That's okay. my argument. Okay. I will I will seed it going below for now because what I want to see is the conversation versus Quake real quick. Uh, yeah. Because to me, I'm really kind of feeling like maybe Ocarina belongs right in between Halo and Quake is where I'm really starting to, to settle okay. on some things. Because Quake is an iteration on the doom principle and, sure. do, and yeah, doom yeah. is the defining and i know you feel this way about it like yeah. quake is a great game but doom is the is the beacon right yeah uh, where and, and i think people try to make the argument that ocarina is the beacon i think we're kind of saying here it's not so these are these are maybe similar in their feelings of like they are considered beacons when actually they are iterations of something right i think they both share that quality of there, it's a jump to 3D, right? Quake is a jump is a jump to 3D in 
a, a like a 3D graphics sense, right? Doom, sure. Doom yeah, is yeah. a 3D environment, but it's 2D assets that you're sure. constantly the facing. Sprites. Yeah. So yeah. the idea of looking around, you can look up and down in Quake versus I can I can look up and down in uh, Ocarina are somewhat similar here. And I think as a uh, single play, as the core experience you get. I certainly, by, by your argument with Halo, I would rather play Ocarina of Time over Quake. I like Quake, uh, and I ha I enjoyed my time with it quite a bit. Like, And the feelings of it still felt, I felt the echoes of Quake in everything I've played since Quake. But I don't particularly find the puzzles in Quake amazing, or even like many like maybe half of the enemy encounters aren't even that fascinating to me it's just like i gotta okay this thing jumps at me that way and i'll, I'll kind of right. work around it i don't find that like constantly pleasurable right yeah. it is sometimes yeah. fun and so i i think i bounce up against quake more often than i bounce up against ocarina if they are similar in their status yeah i am running out of gas to be able to argue for quake and I think my argument for Quake is pretty thin, so I'm down to concede. I think all I got is like, I don't know, Quake's cooler. Like, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. All I got is nine-inch nails, right, bro. bro. Yeah, that's and, all I got. And I really, I don't even know if I can call Quake cooler because, like, there's a darkness to Ocarina of Time that I think is really good and cool. And again, there are character designs in Ocarina that I truly, yeah, but Zelda, truly love. Zelda is self-serious in a way that, like, Quake isn't well. Actually, Quake does kind of take its own thing. Quake is kind of self seriously. It's 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 our own irony that says it's Nine Inch Nails goofy. is funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty goofy, but it's like not clear if it, like Doom yeah. is great because it's it's like it's clearly joking. Uh -huh. Whereas Quake is a little bit like, wait, are you joking? Yeah, or, yeah. And, and, I think uh, there's so a, I think there's a spectrum. A I think there's a spectrum of Duke Nukem to Quake. And Doom uh -huh. is perfectly in the middle. Is Doom's thing like Doom is serious enough, but it's pretty much jokey. Duke Nukem is like. It's all a dumb, bad, poorly told joke. Horrible <laughs> joke. Yeah, yeah. We. I would like to. I would like to elect uh, Duke Nukem be kicked off yeah. the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, forever. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, sure, sure. And then and then Quake is Quake's over like here being like side. more serious than Doom. Yeah. Not exactly clear. I feel, how much yeah. more serious. I really feel like the joke of Quake is that we're laughing at John Romero. I don't know. That's a bit. Uh, the, I, I think John no, Romero no, would be it's aware. Definitely Carmack. It's definitely Carmack. That's oh. the serious one. Romero is the funny guy. Yeah. Carmack is way but more Romero's serious. Into than metal. Romero. Like I don't know. I, I, yeah, but metal's hilarious. That's true. That's yeah. what you no. just don't understand. No, no, no. no. You don't I understand do, how no. funny metal is. I understand that element of it. But regardless, I, I firmly feel like the vibes of Ocarina are more interesting to me. And I think from gameplay, I mean, I, I would much yeah. rather 100% Ocarina of Time than All I'll right. ever want to 100% Quake. I concede, and it's also good because it splits up Halo and Quake because yeah. those two are sitting together and they're just kind of very similar. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, they had coagulated there together. I concede. Ocarina of Time is the eighth best game <laughs> of all time underneath Halo Combat Evolved, which was really what I was well, aiming for. I know, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with that as a, as a pretty stark I like stark saying that decision. Halo is better than Ocarina. I actually believe that. That is not <laughs> just me joking around. And you'll see uh, in a future segment on the season finale of season one of this show, uh -huh. I will uh, put my money where my mouth is and tell you exactly what, what I, I think. What about I these love games. about what I've learned about you, Hunter, is you know ha Halo is known as like a, a like a broy. It's a first person shooter. I think Halo gets lumped in with Call of Duty because they are of the same time, right? And they were doing very similar things, and, yeah, and yeah. very similar people played them. Uh, but what I've loved to discover about you is that you unabashedly love Halo. 
basically. Yeah. yeah. Halo 1 is such a good game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 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 listen, I do not believe in letting the bros have anything. <laughs> if the bros think they have something and I want it, I'm going to have it. You bros are not going to keep anything away from me, okay? And I know the bros are listening. Yeah. And guess what? I've got your number, bros. You're finished. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Okay. Halo is mine. <laughs> Halo is mine. It's not yours, and you can't have it. And you know what? While I'm at it, Gears of War is mine as well. Yeah. Sorry, bros. You're done. You can keep Call of Duty forever. I don't care. I don't you know give what, a you shit. You know what we need? We need a Halo game. This is what I want. I want a Halo game with more humor in it. Like, more good humor in it, not just, like, a yeah. grunt screaming or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, we need, I think we need a Halo game from the grunt's perspective. Uh-huh. Written by, like, a Ron Gilbert type. Right, I want mm -hmm. I want actually good comedy writing, uh, a Tim Schafer, if you will. I want I want grunts to get that sort of like light, fair comedy. But I want Master Chief to be in it as an enemy you're trying to fight the whole time. So you still get the humor of the way too self serious Master Chief, but it's from the outside looking at Master Chief. That's that right. would be a perfect Halo game. Is like we're aware of all the stupidity of it, we're aware of all the dumb military stuff, but mm -hmm. we're we're pointing at it and we're laughing at it. But it's also like mechanically doing all the same very good rich things yeah yeah it could be like sort of like um those batman comics where it's just focused on the police that work in gotham and mm -hmm. batman is just this like force of nature yeah. that they have to deal with <laughs> but it, it's like instead of that it's like grunts yeah. and they're just like talking about master chief in these <laughs> hushed tones and it'll be like oh my god did you hear that the other day master chief crushed timmy like just completely <laughs> killed timmy oh my god are you serious timmy's dead yeah like pulled him apart yeah okay <laughs> pulled him apart uh here here's my other question then we have now finally done a zelda game we did ocarina of time we, we finally did, we did, did the one what is the next like i don't know when i'm not asking when we do the next zelda game mm -hmm. but what is the next zelda game we need to do I think it's going to be up to you what the next Zelda game yeah. is, because I, I picked Ocarina of Time, mm -hmm. and I'm sure now you're going to, you know, make me play or the Oracle games, it's which I think could be kind of fun, because yeah. at least we can play the different versions, but right. God, I, those are like the the bottom of my personal list it's of so games weird. I would like to revisit. So, okay, okay, we don't have to get too much into it, but you love Link's Awakening. I mean, I know yeah. Link's Awakening has a, is like a different vibe, and maybe that's what carries it. Is there something else yeah. about the Oracles you don't like? Um, I just thought they were like obtuse in a way that wasn't fun whereas Link's awakening awakening is uh obtuse in a way that's uh yeah. funny i definitely and, get, like over I definitely the top get lost mechanically obtuse too i remember oracle, oracle ages, games are like also stuck. they they just don't have that dynamite pitch yeah. of like no they don't they're they're also they're post ocarina of time mm -hmm. they're very much like in the milieu of Ocarina of Time, as in they're very aware of Ocarina of Time. They're right. kind of little shades of Ocarina of Time built yeah. into it. Yeah. It's always calling back to that. Um, well, yeah, I, I just think Link's Awakening has a completely different attitude. Yeah. I will posit this question then to the listeners. Hey, listeners, uh, email us at oldgamersalmanac at gmail.com, and I want to know which Zelda game you think we should do. And don't tell me Wand of Gamelon. I'm not looking for a bit. I've already predicted your bit, and I'm not. We're not doing yeah, right. a CDI Zelda I mean, as what, our next I mean, Zelda what I game. Do, sure. <laughs> well, <I> excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'll I'll do. I, I'm down to do. Basically, 
I mean, I would do Zelda 2, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Like, Zelda 2 has always been a little curiosity to me. Yeah. Uh, because it's such a strange game. Well, and there, there's a certain um, aspect. My other pitch is doing Zelda 1 because I've never, like, beaten... I've never played enough of it, and it's probably oh, just God. an experience I need to have. So. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, you can't tell me that. Can't no. don't tell me that. I've been breaking don't your heart today. Don't tell me you beat Zelda One. <laughs> You're just well. And what I need to do with Zelda, what I've been thinking about with Zelda One is when I play Zelda One, I'm gonna pretend I'm in. 1987 or whatever the heck it oh, was. Oh, so you're going to have a horrible time. You're going to be like, <laughs> I don't know where to go. Well, this I'm going to pull this. out the graph paper and see what happens. No, I probably yeah. won't. I'll look up so many guides. But the problem with Zelda 1 is you can, I mean, you like you could just you could just walk yourself through the entire experience. Like, you could put that thing on rails, basically, right? Like, it, it by looking at guides, I don't know. There's a certain level of Zelda 1 where you do have to just bump around and discover. I mean, that's the yeah. vibe I get. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think I do They have... made it as if you were going to bump around right. on every so screen I, I have and then to just play figure it. it out that way. I have to play it that way. I have to play it as if I'm a, a child with infinite time in 1987. I mean, yep. I'll use save states. It's fine. Everything's going to be yeah, yeah. easy. <laughs> but... Right, right. It'll be easy. I mean, it's, yeah, it's... I don't know. They they do they do really put the enemies on the screen in that game, don't oh they? You know, they're <laughs> yeah. just they really populate the screen with enemies. That one, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a bit much. But yeah, write us at oldgamersalmanac at gmail dot com. Yeah, uh, and let us know what Legend of Zelda game you would have us. Yeah, uh, try out. Uh, make it a good one. Yeah. Okay. The make other thing I one. want to put out there, I I we don't have our uh, I know our our prediction racket hasn't been going for a while. Um. You know, we, we had a game being played on the internet by, developed by Area, the OGA Prediction League. I do not think it is up to date. I'm looking at it right now. It's been a while. I miss you. I miss you, Prediction League. Uh, what I would love to do, though, is uh, if, if we could get that thing back and running. Area, if you're listening, l l hand it off to somebody or whatever we need to do to get that thing going. But my goal is I would like people to start making their predictions, not for each individual game, but we do have the re-ranking coming up, and it is now coming up very soon. We only have yep. a couple games left, yep. and I would love a people predict all 50 games for the OGA list just to see yep. how 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 do they predict the list is going to get shaken up. Obviously, you can't make like a perfect prediction because we haven't you haven't heard the last few ones, but maybe that's something we can release immediately after our Skyrim episode, game number I 50. Like if we can get that thing going, I would love to make that happen. I will keep reaching out to people, but keep an eye out for maybe we can maybe we can do that. And if if we can't do it that way, I don't know, maybe we'll just do it as I'll just make like a Google form that people can can populate and build and we'll just do it that way. In some way, I promise you we will do a prediction bracket for the re-ranking of all 50 games. But uh, right. Yeah. right. Un until then, thank you for joining us on OGA, ranking every video game every week at a time. Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamers Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey. <laughs>